0: Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Jon Stewart hosts a special 9-11 tribute tonight at Madison Square Garden called NYC Still Rising After 20 Years, a comedy celebration. I spoke with Stewart in 2014 about his directorial debut film, Rosewater, about Iran's imprisonment of journalist Maziar Bahari, who also joined us.
1: The film is based on my story and inspired by my story, but it's really the story of many people around the world who are going through the same thing every day, and it's the story of their families. So when I was in prison in Iran, I promised myself that if I come out one day, and when I come out one day, I will talk about what is going on to journalists, not only in Iran, but around the world. So I see the film, the red carpet, these interviews, as another platform to tell the story, which is started with you know, doing the mag- magazine article, then doing the daily show interviews, the book, the, the script, the film, and now the publicity surrounding the film. This is just a continuum that started in uh, prison. Mr. Stewart, what was the impetus for you? I mean, obviously you
0: monitored this story ongoing because it started with, you know, an interview on your show. Right. I mean, I'm sure you read the book as it went along. Um, when was that moment when you knew, hey, we might have a movie here? And not just that, oh, this is going to be a, a gripping thing for people to watch, but an important story to tell. When was that moment that you knew this well, was a movie?
2: It, it really was more about, you know, Mazzy and I uh, had become friendly after he was uh, out of prison and had been coming to New York, and we'd been sort of just having breakfast and talking about... Uh, his memoir that he was writing and, and family and politics and all sorts of other things. And uh, I, I knew it was a relevant story the minute it happened. I mean, even right. from within uh, the context of uh, the green movement, the, the idea that you know, these millions of Iranians took to the streets not for overthrow. They weren't looking to overthrow the system. They, they wanted their votes. They wanted to be citizens and not subjects. Uh, so from the get go, it's, it's a gripping and powerful story and, and universal the question was uh, how best to get involved in it and and I think ultimately the more glacial pace of movie making in terms of trying to get other people to write it and direct it became frustrating And, and since I think we very much thought this film should be out uh, in our lifetimes, uh, <laughs> that, that it t- to try and expedite it was was really the issue more than anything
0: else. Being as it was your first, you know, your directorial debut and, and your first fiction That's nar- narrative that. screenplay, right? That's why I'm going to wear a beautiful gown. <laughs> a beautiful gown. <laughs> you too. You got to rock know, the gown. I am the belle of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> what was your preparation? Did you watch certain filmmakers that you know directors that you that have inspired you over the years? Or uh,
2: in in general, the preparation was to to really get the story right to, to work with Maziar you know it wasn't about uh, you know placing a an arterial directorial vision and stamp on it it was about what's the best way what's the best iteration of this story and and how can we tell it best so that the audience uh, you know can can be viscerally engaged in it uh, so it was really about collaborating with with Maziar and with Uh, Bobby Bukowski was the cinematographer and the actors more than it was uh, an exercise in stylization or or genre.
0: What was it in Argo he says you can teach a rhesus monkey to direct but you you and I both know that there's a lot more that goes into it and I picked up one of some cool things I thought you were doing in there the scenes where he's in the the, uh, the jail cell sure. and he's imagining the figments of you know the family and you know helping you get through it right um, you could have cut from him to the family member cut back but that would have lost a little bit of the magic of it there's times where instead of cut cut it's it's uh, you know a, a guard steps in in front of the frame covering up the figment of the imagination when he steps away he's gone right, you right, know right. how do you well, talk we, to that a little bit
2: there was uh, generally what I did is I would I would shoot the scene and then I would shoot the scene. Uh, so the scene would be let's say between uh, Maziar and his father so that would be Gael and Haluk uh, Bilgener who played the father so we would do the scene and then we would do the scene without Haluk. so he would play the scene alone in the cell so it, it was more to give us the sense that uh, you know you always try and be cognizant of giving yourself the best opportunities once you're in the edit room <laughs> more than anything else but but so that you can you know make it make it more gradual and and the idea was that when he was gone, Gael would play the scenes more internally, so it would give you tonal shifts within those scenes, just to give yourself uh, uh, some narrative leeway.
0: Another thing I noticed that I thought was a pretty cool uh, stylized thing was uh, when he's walking down the street in the beginning. You know, right. all the images are appearing in the windows of Doctor Strangelove and all right, the other right, things. Right, right. Where did that? When did how did that idea come to you? Uh,
2: that came to me many months after we had left Jordan, and we're sitting in a room going, "This isn't working." <laughs> that These two other, up. there were two things that weren't working, so we combined them. It was, uh, I'd like to tell you that it was a, an incredible feat of directorial insight, uh, but it really was a question of, I have these two elements, which is uh, the backstory of Maziar's family, which is why the memoir is so compelling. His father had been imprisoned by the Shah. His sister had been imprisoned by Khomeini. He was imprisoned by Khamenei. It's these generations lost to you know, regimes, both Western allied and non-Western allied that are, that are suppressing people. So it, it was about trying to, again, execute the best iteration of the story that i could that i could come up
0: with the scene when he's outside in like the the prison the yard um he's standing against the wall and there's that little shadow diagonal it looked a little shawshank to me when he's in the half light half dark
2: could have been a little shawshank could have been more that uh when i went to scout you know that was the actual (laughs) solitary uh uh, outdoor area of that prison in jordan there were actual prisoners on that wing and we only had 40 minutes, so it was about timing it. When we'd gone on the scout, I had seen the sun go up that, right. uh, and so I knew I wanted to, to capture that moment. Get yeah, you know, over there is before the sun left. There. That's right. Yeah. So it was. It was again. It was. It was more that than director. Anything like, genius. Yeah. Hey, I'm that's trying that, to give you that, credit, man. Very kind of you, but I... <laughs> that should probably let you know.
1: Exactly, no, thanks for being honest. Um, no, but I think Barr, that yeah, also comes from John's background in comedy and improvisation and you know the fact that he's a very collaborative person that you know he had a clear vision of what he wanted to achieve in the film but he was very open to uh, suggestions and ideas and collaboration but also he was very uh, adept to uh, Except the realities because it was a very difficult shoot in Jordan. We had five weeks, not much money, it was very hot. It was during the Ramadan. The crew, the Jordanian crew, they were not, um, some of them were professionals, but many of them were not professionals. So John had to just absorb all those challenges and come up with new ideas on the spot. And I think that. Uh, Seeing that you see that my character is in the courtyard, it came yeah. from that because we right. visited different uh, Jordanian prisons during the reconnaissance uh, uh, trip. And, and during the recce, he saw the, right. that. Yeah. Uh, the sun go uh, up. But yeah. the, the, the well, being flexible to, to, to yeah. see it that's in right. the moment and exactly. catch it, yeah. But right, right, right. he had a very difficult time to convince the Jordanian <laughs> prison authorities that he wanted to shoot that courtyard, <laughs> <laughs> <that's also laughs> guy, it's uh, gotta be here, man. Like, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> because they were saying, No, we have nicer <laughs> courtyard, beautiful courtyard. Right. Why yeah. this one? Why did you do it in, early in the morning? That's more cool. they right. right? right. were saying No, I want that courtyard
0: at that time because yeah, of please. That's it, it's exactly. knowing what you want. Yeah. How much did you consult throughout the whole thing? they the whole time, yeah. What yeah. about in the script writing, too? Same, no,
2: we went back and forth. You know, I would write and then I would send him pages, and he would, you know. Uh, it was crucial that he'd be the touchstone of the whole project.
0: How do you go about maintaining just historical context for the whole thing? I mean, obviously, you, in, in a movie, you know, we're going out of, a, it's not an interview, we're making a narrative here. So you're going to have antagonists, which are the, you know, the captors. But I, you, it seems like, you, to your credit, you go out of your way to... Flesh them out as human beings. You know, speak to a little bit of how you went into weaving in, you know, the history with the Shah and how a lot of their, you know, in the movie, quote unquote, paranoia is is derived from a real place of of they've been burned before.
2: Right. And that's not to say that they wouldn't come up with a pretext to arrest or suppress or those types of things. That being said, the scenario that they concocted uh, where Maziar was the focal point of Western saboteurs Mm -hmm. spreading lies through paid journalists uh, and, and, you know, saboteurs on the ground was a real one that had occurred in 1953 when the United States and Britain had organized a coup against uh, Mossadegh who was a democratically elected leader. So, oh. you know, was there was there a, a historical basis for uh, their theory? Absolutely. Was right. it in any way being executed at that time with Maziar Bahari? Right. No. And it's a convenient excuse right. for regimes like that to to Play upon those past prejudices and events. Exactly.
0: Well, I just think it's a, it's great that you you go to lengths to show that well-rounded context and can it's nuance very, it that way. Uh,
1: very important for the film as well to in order to not make it like you know typical Hollywood film that you know you don't see any mm-hmm. shades of gray. Yeah. John didn't want to make Transformers, and it was uh, in order to humanize the characters and make them more believable. You had to give them some sort of background, and you have to give them some sort of legitimacy. right? So the char- characters worked, and that's where that scene comes from. There. right?
0: And, and knowing your background, how much did you connect with the theme? I mean, technology is a huge theme, not only with Twitter, but the little boy on the cell phone, this little tool
1: in the hand. 2009 demonstrations in Iran was the first social movement that used um, social media, mainly Twitter and Facebook, in order to gather information, share information, and allow people to mobilize themselves in a social movement. We saw the same thing happening in the Arab countries, in Ukraine, in Hong Kong, in Brazil last summer, in Ferguson, in this country. So I think the social media is is one of the character in the film. And one of the reasons that the Iranian regime really panicked after the demonstrations when millions of people came to the streets was because of the effect of social media. They did not know what was going on. Basically these are uh, very 20th century regimes who are used to analog technology. They can shut down newspapers, they can shut down shortwave radios, jail people, but when it comes to digital technology, internet, satellite television, Mm -hmm. and social media, they don't know what to do, so they resort to the same 20th century methods of suppression.
0: For sure, um, and I think we're to wrap up here. But one more question. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that you've had a taste of directing. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the path forward for Jon Stewart I mean you've had outside offers come before even recently with Meet the Press so you know h- how do you see going forward in terms of, of continuing if it's something you want to do do you want to continue to make you know a second and a third if, if you find the proper topics
2: I-, I like bossing people around in any context <laughs> whether it be film or television or maybe even open up a, an ice cream shop as long as I can be in charge as long as I'm the manager and he oh, just got me a okay.
1: ticket to North Korea <laughs> oh, yeah, I, was just, I was just going to see if
2: we can have a sequel. It's gonna be Maziar and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have the two of them now. It's more of got a, a buddy cop vibe. Yeah, Are you
0: gonna to have to dye your hair for that? No, no, no. We're gonna let Rodman be the eccentric. But you do plan to direct more?
2: Oh, uh, I don't have plans, you know, at, at the present time. But. You know, I, I guess I don't view it so much as a separate entity, as as other things. I, I sort of view it as a continuum of work. You know, there is, even within the darkest of stories, there is there is humor, there's absurdity, there's all kinds of things. Well, thank you very
0: much. Sir. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you. Thank Thanks you. Thanks very much. Thanks thank for coming. You very much. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.